0: Welcome back to Show Love Daily. I'm your host Khadija, and I have with me a friend of the show, Marcus White. Hi, Marcus. How are you?
1: Hey, Khadijah. um Good to be on again. Glad to be on again. Um, and I appreciate the the invite for, you know, wanting to start this thing up again.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. So Marcus will be on the show semi-regularly or whenever he feels up to it. So it's going to be really exciting. You guys don't have to listen to just me talk all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds cool, too. I mean, I'm interested to know, like, within your audience, and I've listened to a couple of episodes, like, you know, how to perceive this and and even hearing another voice every now and then. So I'm interested to see where this goes.
0: Thanks, Marcus. I'm going to share the affirmation for today to set the tone for the episode, which is I feel healthy and strong today.
1: Mm, I like that.
0: Thank you. So we last talked when? January?
1: January. I think the email said January 12th, something like that.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. How's life been?
1: Life for me. um, So I was living in Alexandria, Virginia at the time. And Mm -hmm. um, I recently moved. I moved in March to Charlotte, North Carolina. So I've been down here about a month. Um, still with the same uh, job that I had before, still working remotely. Uh, I am a lead UX UI designer for a startup. So um, still been a lot of that. Uh, you know, my job was cool with me, you know, just relocating since I'm still remote. But, um, you know, for me, I felt like I needed to change. I feel like it was something in my spirit telling me to kind of like explore a little bit more and, and do that. And I'm not sure if I mentioned from my backstory. Uh, when we talked in January, uh, my dad moved to Arizona in December. Mm-hmm. So after he did that, um, it kind of gave me the courage to say, like, I've been thinking about moving and thinking about relocating. I just needed like a reason why or needed like a push. And I said to myself, "Man, if he can do it, like, what's so diff- what's so hard about me moving just to Carolina?" You know. So um, did some research, went on a weekend visit, um, had fun, and I said. OK, I think I could do this thing. And to add more comfort, like I got several cousins all across the state of North Carolina. So I was like, OK, I'll be right at home and I can explore a new city and make new friends and, you know, build from there. So um, I'm glad I did it. Um, it's been fun, you know, thus far being in a new city. It's slower down here, but yet the South is open, open. You know, I'm not sure how the rest of the world is, but, you know, I'm definitely glad I did it.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I was just going to ask if you knew anyone there. That's good that you have family there.
1: Yeah, I got family in Raleigh and family in Fayetteville, and I made um, a couple friends, just social media and extended friends, um, you know, for the first month of being here. So it's been good.
0: That's awesome. Way to go. Taking a big (laughs) step and making a change during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: Have you been dating in North Carolina? I
1: have uh I have um initially it wasn't really like to just uh looking for something serious per se, but it's like you know if something happens, I'm willing to you know go forward with it it's like whatever happens happens right but initially it's just like let me like meet some people and you know um learn about the area and everything like that so uh so far I've gone on two dates um you know what I mean? They've both been both been pretty good. Um, this is a interesting story that probably would be funny to tell. So I went um there's one girl, I'm not gonna say her name, but Oh boy. We, we, <laughs> we went out, um we've been talking in total about three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um met her on a dating app. Um and I'm I'm thirty-two now, so like I don't really like dating apps. I don't know if I mentioned that before. So And I try to date one person at a time. I try to give one person like my undivided attention because if I am be, you know, I think people can, I know I can, I can feel the difference when it's like, you know, someone's attention is divided. So I choose to do that because if I'm going to date somebody, let me give my 100% effort. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't rather than giving three people 30% or something like that. So that's just how I choose to move, right? So once I you know, started connecting with her, um, we matched and kind of chatted a little bit. So like first day, I just was like, look, um, I- I'm-, I'm feeling your vibe. Like, I think we should go out. I asked her out. She gave me her number, like maybe within 24 hours. And we just started talking and everything was cool. First date, we went out for drinks at one of my new favorite restaurants down here, um, they had bottomless fries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was it was cool. It was a nice little touch. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, uh, went out for drinks, had a really nice date. Got to talk about, you know, tons of different things, family, interests, blah, 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 blah. Um, everybody knows I love therapy. So, we talked about that because she's in therapy. Um, oh, but I yeah. love
0: that. Way to yeah. kick off a first date.
1: Yeah, I'm not as scared to dive into any deep topic at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it was good, right? And then, so... The interesting thing is on the, on the date we talked about music, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody knows me knows I love music. I have vinyl collection and all of that. So we started talking about music, and we got you know talking about nineties R and B, and she talked about how much she loves Aaliyah, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, um, not to brag or nothing, but I actually have the whole Aaliyah catalog. You wow. know, AJ Number, the Number One in a Million, Aaliyah, I Care for You. I have all those because I still have the CDs." And, yeah. I, and I burned them and black, backed them up to my iCloud. So mm-hmm. that's how I have them. And she was like, stop playing. You lying. I showed her my phone, showed her the music. She was like, oh, my God, this is dope. Like, Marcus, can you send this to me? And I'm like, I'd love to. But, I mean, if I send it to you, it's not going to show up on your phone because you got to have the files backed up to it in order to, mm-hmm. to play it. So she's like, oh, man, that sucks. I said, yeah, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could do something. Whatever. But we continue the date and go on with that, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was a Friday night, Saturday morning, a Saturday, like the day, uh, I wake up and I'm on my computer like this. And I just thought about it. I said, you know, it ain't nothing for me to send it to her. So I found those files on my computer, copied mm-hmm. them, put them in a folder. Um, I titled it, you're welcome. And it was her name in it. Um, and I put it in the Dropbox, and then I sent her the link. Well, I text, texted it to her, right? And you know, I'm not doing it. That's just that's just who I am. I'm just that kind of a, kind of person, right? I don't think nothing other. Than just like that was a topic that we had. Boom, well, one new nice little gesture. Let me send this to you. So she got it. She was like, "Oh my God, Marcus, thank you so much. You to go for this, and um, I'll, you know, I'm gonna listen to it right now." I said, "You know, no problem. It's it's not not a big thing to me. You know, you go enjoy that." So. Fast forward, the last day we had was Wednesday, um, Cinco de Mayo. Um, I invited her over to my plate. I mean, we talking, though, all week and everything, too. But mm-hmm. um, I invited her over to my house over here, and um, I cooked, you know, for Cinco de Mayo, made some tacos. We had some margaritas, all that kind of stuff, right? And I cooked dinner. So um, this may seem soon for somebody else that thinks this is a second date, but I'm like, this this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked her on this date, I said, you know, how are you enjoying, you know, the elite music that I sent you? And she said, Marcus, you're not going to believe it. So last Saturday I tweeted about it and it went semi-viral. You know, the tweet said, pull it up. Wow. Sorry, yeah, um, the tweet said, pull it up real quick.
0: Went on a date last
1: night, talked about music. I whined about not having Aaliyah's full catalog. Woke up to Aaliyah's full catalog in my Dropbox. Wow. So you tweeted about it. And last time I checked, I think it had like 29,000 likes, 2,400 retweets, and probably Whoa. several thousands of comments. And all the comments was like, sis, you need to marry him. And oh my God, you need to get him pregnant and blah, 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 blah. Like everybody was like praising this this one little app, right? So she and she showed me the tweet,
0: and mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: "Oh shit! Like I gotta top this date now." <laughs> like, you <laughs> know what I mean? So, so I'm I'm telling that whole thing because I mean, again, it's nice that she shared that with me. But that I don't, I'm not gonna get big headed. That's not about me. I mean, people can create whatever story in their mind about what that's about. But I said, okay, that's 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 real nice, you know. But I like where this thing is going within us, right? Mm-hmm. So that date was cool single to mile and everything. I cooked, went off ice cream afterwards. And then, you know, she went home. I stay home. Boom, that. The next day, the next day, next morning, uh, I forget what I said in the morning time, but she she hit me and said, um, and I quote.
0: And I quote.
1: Hey, I really enjoyed getting to know you, but I decided to take a step back from dating to focus on myself. I wish you all the best.
0: Wow. Yep.
1: So, again, I don't take any offense to it because, like I said, I'm going to always put my best foot forward and do what I do best regardless. Like, if I choose a day somebody, this is how I'm going to move. Um, right. And I feel like I did that, right? And the further reason is that, like, And the other thing is, too, this goes to therapy. Um, I think any therapist will say this. We can't speculate on what her reasons are. She could be telling the truth. She could be lying. She could have found somebody else. She could really be focusing on herself. It's a million different reasons of what could be going on. But that's not for me to speculate or try to figure out. that's, that's, That's about her. That's not about me. One thousand
0: percent, for real.
1: Yeah, I, I, that, that's an important thing to distinguish. Like, it's, we can't we can't go in down that rabbit hole. Um, and the third thing why I don't, well, it's a couple things. Uh, she bef- before we were dating, uh, on her text message she had like the red receipts on. You know, so like if if someone texts you, you can see when they uh read your response or whatever. She turned off the red receipts and after that tweet, she, um, she didn't delete the tweet, but she blocked me.
0: That's so weird.
1: I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird.
0: You don't think it's weird?
1: Mm -mm. Here's why. Um, I I had to examine it because
0: everybody wants to know who the guy is, right? Or no. And she doesn't want the world to know who the guy is. Why would she block you? Uh like you're the man behind the tweet.
1: Yeah, but think about well I'm going to take myself out of it cuz again it's it's not about me. Oh, she uh she sells like online, she sells like jewelry online, like on Etsy mm-hmm. and everything too. So you know how it is when people get a popular tweet, they they put their link in for whatever their shop is, you know, whatever. So she told me she got 5 sales off that tweet. Yeah. So Okay, great. I mean, I'm glad glad that boosted you up a little bit. But again, you know, that's that's for you to enjoy, not me. I'm not mad that she blocked me or that she turned off the red receipts because, again, with the with the with the type of energy I'm bringing when I'm dating somebody, and again, I don't even think all those things that I did were that fancy, were that romantic, were that like gesturous or whatever. That is normal to me. I didn't like no candles. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, didn't that wasn't even, I mean, maybe to some people that is, but to me, that's not, that's like basic, you know what I mean? Um, but for whatever the reason is that she felt like she needed to move on and to go to this length to like, kind of like remove me out of her life or to set those sort of boundaries, if you want to call it boundaries, yeah, it's pretty strong, but that means I had an impact, you know what I mean? Humbly speaking, that means I had an impact. Right. So there's no being friends. There's no, you know, cordial. I'm cool with that. That means I I, I pat myself on the back saying like I, I did a good job. You know what I mean? Cause it's a. It, I mean, we weren't even in a relationship. We went on two dates. But right. this is a this is something where you have to do a clean break because if Marcus is any part of your life, it could it could whether you're with somebody or not, it could it could pull you away from whatever you're trying to focus on you know what I mean right. oh, and i respect that so that makes sense so that's the reason why i don't i don't really get offended of it you know what i mean
0: oh wow what a story <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so
1: so what's your thoughts on on that story and you know that that kind of mini journey i just told about
0: i just think that's inter- interesting like i mean she literally just wrote a basic tweet about what she did last night and a date that she had. And wow, for, for it to get the response that it did, just wow. From, from, from your kind gesture, which you saw as like basic, like that I'm just being myself and being nice and people Mm -hmm. went crazy over it. And then, and then for her to turn around and just not speak to you anymore. It's a little weird.
1: It is weird. Um, but, you know, that's her choice um, to do that. Um, and, you know, I, I, and kind, I wish her well on her journey. But even even with that, right, even with the tweet, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm glad we kind of have this convo now because, you know, I don't know how it feels on your timeline and, 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 and on social media, but it feels like a civil war going on within relationships right now or within the dating world because, like, everybody is such at odds and and don't see eye to eye. And, if, and it feels sad. It really feels, you know. And I kind of felt like that before. Mm-hmm. But this tweet is kind of evidence of it. Because I'm like, if that kind of gesture is getting praised. Right. Like, where are we in relationships and dating where that is getting praised and people are telling us that we need to get married and they want to know what's going to happen on the second date. Like, they're invested in the story, obviously. Great. I mean, I respect that. But. That gesture is not even that fancy. It's not even that like much thought or um, emphasis put into it. Like it literally took me five minutes to send those files. So right. it says to me, like, where are we in the dating world? Where are we in the relationship world? That like something as simple as that is praise. It's like like me opening the door for you. Like to me, that's not a, something to throw fireworks about. So. Um, but that's also the reason why I don't like "quote unquote" lower my standards or lower what I what I do because it's like I can't I can't lower myself to that. You know what I mean? Just because, just because that's where the world is at right now. No, Mm-mm.
0: right? Yeah, it's like chivalry's dead. It's hard to find a good partner these days, and people can't even get the bare minimum done. So for them to see that you did something like that, it's probably just like. Mm-hmm. Wow
1: Right And I think the biggest thing And I I have talked with my friends about it um, Male and female What I've been The biggest thing that I would uh, say to my friends Is like When I'm dating someone Even with something like that I think the difference is I don't have any intentions behind it You know what I mean Like I'm not I'm not I don't want something because I did this for you You know what I mean And even as we talk about therapy and we talk about healing and everything like that, um, what I've noticed, like we get into attachment styles and all that kind of stuff is a lot of times, you know, people, people bring their own perceptions of things, you know, based upon their experience when they start dating and they pattern recognition. When people start acting, how they expect them to act like, Oh, this is the same old bullshit. But then when it's something new, it's something fresh and like you never, even something like that, you never had somebody be actually nice to you without wanting nothing or a man, I'll say that. Um, it's like, hold up, this this is this is different.
0: Right, you don't know how to react to it. You, you don't, don't know how, how to... to like appreciate it or take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like sort of self-sabotage. I mean, I'm sure I've done that in my life as mm-hmm. well. Like definitely something to bring up in therapy.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, and men self-sabotage too, you know, in our, in our own way. I mean, it goes it goes both ways, but...
0: Yeah, they do. Like, for example, I feel like I've heard before that a man could feel like he doesn't deserve, deserve. a woman. And so mm-hmm. he goes outside searching for something else and winds mm-hmm. up, like, cheating and things like that. And it's just mm-hmm. really sad. It's like... It's sad, you know? It is. It but is. it's hard for for people, for us to, like, love ourselves enough to feel mm-hmm. that we, you know, deserve what we want and deserve what we have so that we don't, like, ruin it.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a frat brother, just, like, an insight within man talk, I guess. I have mm-hmm. a frat brother. We used to be roommates. Um, he, uh, we, we had a man-to-man talk with day just about, like, our relationship past and all the women we've had around and you know, my past, his past, because we both know each other, we've been around each other's women before, and we kind of like, you know, I guess kind of ranked them in a way, and I told him, I said, hey man, like, you know, I've seen you, just, just on attractiveness, I'm just saying, like, not to say that it's everything, but just on attractiveness, I'm like, I've seen you pull better women in what you what you currently are getting, and I asked him, I said, why Why don't you? You know, mm-hmm. why, why don't you? You know, mm-hmm. if, and um, and he just was one of those guys that feel like, no, nah, you know, most of these women, I, I would just rather smash them and you know keep moving and everything like that. I said, okay, like, if they're with that and you're with that, and y'all mutually agree, I get that, but what if th- there's something to be said about quality? You know what I mean? Are you about quality or are you about quantity? You know, and in guys' conversations, especially when we're younger, it's always like, you know, you're trying to hit as many as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: said, you know, look, man, like, I think at a certain age, you got to focus on quality because you, you don't want to waste your time. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to waste your time, your energy, none of that. So I challenged him. And, and this was 20, what, 18 maybe?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He didn't really get what I was saying, but for me, I was just planting the seed. And to see how he's moving now, um, yeah, he's he's definitely leveled up. It ain't just with dating the women. It's just like within life. Like He's making more money. You know what I mean? He's more confident in himself. He's been to therapy so much that, like, he um, his therapist like he went from going like I think maybe once a week to now he maybe does once a month. You know, his therapist recommended he don't need as many sessions, so his elevation is like through the roof now. Uh, he lost a lot of weight. Like mm. he used to, he used to be about two fifty. Now he's about he, he weighs less than me, and he's shorter than me.
0: That's you know? amazing.
1: So I really commend him on on his growth, but. And, and both of us kind of go back to those type of conversations of where we were then and where we are now, so on and so forth. So to your point about self sabotage it's like sometimes depending on our friends, depending on our family, depending on the environment that we are, we're used to a certain type of treatment. We're used to a certain type of energy. And then when we meet somebody that moves totally different and it's like astonishing to us, like, yeah, we may be able to be involved with their life. But that will require us to level up.
0: And we
1: may not be ready for that.
0: Right, exactly. And I think sometimes men or people or whatever can self-sabotage too, like if they haven't leveled up. Like how do you feel about that? Like when people say, you know, if a man's not like where he wants to be in his career or making a certain amount of money, I feel like that can maybe make him feel like the woman that's with him doesn't really want to be with him or she's searching for something different or greater, or maybe make him feel like he doesn't deserve her. Like, Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. I think it is a thing. And I think particularly it's a thing for men when we're younger, because we don't, we don't make as much money when we're younger. Um, But as we get older, we gradually make more money than we're older. Like I'm 32 now I'm, I'm making more money than I ever did before, which is, which is beautiful. Um so the maturity hopefully the maturity comes you know within in that time too um but yeah, it is tough because let's say if you're in your twenties, you're kind of like learning the ropes and you're and you're growing at the same time at an exponential rate, so you're trying to figure this whole thing out you're figuring out yourself and you're figuring out your partner and you're trying to like quasi support yourself at the same time which is which is hard, so it's all like a learning process um, I do think it is a um A thing with men and then I guess in that way we can say any age but Mm -hmm. even what I mentioned like you know the 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 the, the trials within dating right now I really really feel like what's missing is we don't have we don't have or either we don't listen to as many elders as we should in my humble opinion because
0: what do you think we should be taking from the elders that we're not listening to
1: I think um I think a couple things. where, like I think that somehow with our generation we weren't instilled as many principles growing up that we probably should have been. And it's just an even it just isn't even if you had a single parent household or whatever, whatever. We know that plays a factor. But but those old fashioned kind of like principles of just like how to treat people, how to how to Learning about men, learning about women at an early age, you know what I mean? That exposure or learning those principles just wasn't there. And here's kind of what I mean. Like, think back, even in movies or TV shows or or what some people was real life. Think about the, the, the aspect of, like, if you're a teenager and a guy acts as a girl out, right? And they're, like, seniors in high school, whatever. It wasn't no meeting at the restaurant or something like that, or meeting at the movies. Nah, he went to go drive to her house and pick her up. Like that's like, right.
0: And talk to her father on the phone or meet him at the door. Like, I feel like my mom, my parents try to tell me about that all the time. Or like, they'll be like, you know, if you have a man in your life or a boyfriend, you bring him around your family, you bring him around your brothers, you bring him around your dad. And you want to know something, honestly, I'm always kind of just like rolling my eyes or like, yeah, okay. Right. But-, but they had reasons
1: for doing that. Right. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm saying is like, like they had reasons for doing that. Like we didn't understand at that age. Like even, even like when you was a kid and your parents might be like, you know, I want to meet your friends. Like you eight years old, you want to have a slumber party. Now, okay. Before we go that far, can I meet these people that you're going to be spending the night with or bringing over here you're going over their house?
0: Right. Yeah. My mom wouldn't even like allow me to really like sleep over pe- people's houses. Like, right, that. right. I feel like I can count on my hands. It was probably like only mm-hmm. a few.
1: Exactly. You know, but, but, but it's like, our parents have reasons for doing that because they need this. They need to figure out who these little crumb snatches are and, and what they're all about, what their character's about, who's influencing my kids, who, who right. are they going to be learning from when I'm not around? You know, not only let me meet the kids, let me meet the parents let me meet okay. the parents you know so going back to like the dating thing right dude pulls up to to the girl's house we didn't have cell phones back then so we had to get our ass out the car knock on the door it wasn't no texting hey I'm outside get out out the car knock on the door meet the fa- Meet the father meet the mother you got to get You probably cussed out by her dad who are you what you doing here what you want you know, like seeing the scene of bad boys too All of that, you had to do that and be humble <laughs> And, and and you know Not say nothing stupid You know what I mean But do all of that Meet uh, Probably meet, her, you know, the younger siblings The, the younger brother, the younger sister She's going to be like, okay, I'll be right down Like give me ten minutes And in those ten minutes, guess who you're talking to You're Not, not the dad, he don't want to speak to you yet You're going <laughs> to probably talk to the mom Or grandma and I'm, I'm focusing on grandma because with grandma, grandma is probably one of the greatest judges of character. She going to ask you, you know, if you're in school, like, or college or high school, whatever, what you studying, what you, what you want to do when you get out of school. Um, if it's a small town, who's your parents, you know, where your people's from. Um, and she going to be able to judge what your character is like in about 30 seconds. You know what I mean? And... That's a small thing. And that young lady is probably not even privy to that conversation. But what's going to happen is she's going to go out with him one times, two times, three times, four times or whatever. She might be feeling this dude. She might not. But one day, grandma's going to ask and say, hey, you know, how's, how's so-and-so doing? I haven't heard you talk about him or bring him around no more. How, how's he doing? He was such a nice young man. Mm-hmm. And then she's probably going to say, yeah, well, I, I really like him or blah, blah, blah. Or she's going to say, uh, I don't know, he, you know. I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, why not? You know, he seems so nice. What happened? I don't know. I'm just not really feeling him no more. And then grandma going to set you straight. You know what I mean? Because she saw, like, just on the surface of who he is. And, like, this ain't even, we ain't even got to, like, how interested he is in you yet. But she said she's not interested. She already judges character.